This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again, it is Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post joined here in Concord, North Carolina, by Ashley Strummy from our Lethal Chassis Studios in Mifflintown, Pennsylvania. Hello, Ashley, how are you? Steve, I am fabulous. All is well. Everybody got to race this weekend. There was some rain along the way, but for the most part, those series have, have got some good races going on. No doubt about it. We live in a fascinating time in motorsports. Who had Tony Stewart winning NHRA? Who had Jonathan Davenport running a cup race? Um, Ashley, it is so fascinating what is going on. Um, Tony Stewart winning that NHRA race on Sunday afternoon. When you look at Bristol, Jonathan Davenport ran the cup race and the truck race. Tanner Carrick, the great racer out of California, ran the truck race. Late models, Ashley, we had cup guys running late model races a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's crazy what we have. Dogs are sleeping with cats, and cats are sleeping with dogs here in the sport. Very, very exciting, though, isn't it? It really is. What Tony Stewart has done uh, just puts another notch in his belt, if you will, for everything that he's accomplished in his career. Just absolutely incredible. And you know I'll never get upset about asphalt drivers coming to race dirt. Uh, it's always great to see that. The crossover has been huge um, these last few years. It, it's just awesome to see it. And we're talking about that because our guest today is the king of that world, Kyle Larson. He joins us. When you think about Kyle Larson – you just need to mention 2021 Knoxville Nationals, Kings Royal, Prairie Dirt Classic, NASCAR Cup champion in 2021. And well, he continues on. He won a big dirt late model race a couple of weeks ago. And on Sunday afternoon, he was in victory lane at Martinsville. And Kyle Larson is with us on the Sage Fruit Hotline coming up next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's get right to it. Let's go to the Sage Fruit guest line. Joining us fresh off from a cup win to victory lane, high limits last week, and a whole lot more. Kyle Larson joins us. Hello, Kyle. How are you? 
I'm doing good. It's been a good Monday so far. So uh, happy to uh, be a winner in Martinsville and, and glad to be talking to you guys as well. Yeah, Kyle, we want to, obviously this is Wing Nation Sprint Car Show, but to win at a place like Martinsville, a place where you never really thought you would win at, uh, we're 24 hours or so after that win. What does it mean to you as you've started to settle in that you're a Martinsville winner? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it just, it still feels cool. It's still unbelievable in a, in a way to me. And, um, I joked with some of my, my dirt friends who text me, you know, afterwards saying congrats. And I was like, man, I, my career might be complete. You know, I've got a, I've got a win at Williams Grove and, and now Martinsville. So, um, not much left out there to accomplish, but no, I just joking, but, um, it was a, just a, a great day for us and a, and a great accomplishment. So, um, yeah, huge thank you to everybody on my team for, um, you know, building a, a great car and, and one capable of going out there and compete for wins. Well, speaking of a huge win, High Limits last week had its kickoff with Shane Stewart's uh, a race there at Lakeland. Um, let's talk about that. So one race in, how are things going? What's your assessment on everything? I watched it. I thought it was incredible. Uh, great race, GSLZ won. But your assessment of the whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I thought it went well. Um, I thought, you know, for our first event, having 56 cars and, you know, support division with 20-something cars, I thought, I thought it went well. I, I do think there's a lot of room for improvement in, in a lot of areas. Um, I think, you know, being midweek, uh, you always want to push efficiency. So I think you know, a even quicker program. And, you know, we, we did lose a lot of time in qualifying. Um, you know, when Jake Newman, uh, you've got in the wall and crashed and, and thankfully he's okay. You know, that was a scary situation, but, um, you, know, we got behind a little bit there and, um, you know, I think there's just little things that we can do to, you know, make the experience better for the fans, the competitors, everybody. And, and like I said, make the, the show move along more efficiently. Um, you know, just, just a bunch of little things there. And, um, even on the broadcasting, you're trying to make things, uh, more exciting for the fans and, um, you're just, just different. I think, you know, you want to stand out a little bit than, than you know, the other, forms of racing i guess on flow and and all that but overall i was i was really happy with how it went i thought the track conditions were near perfect for you know a half mile like that to produce a great race um an amazing fuel of car so that was that was great and um you know from the sounds of it you know i wasn't at peebly this weekend but from the sounds of it all the competitors thought you know it they they all had very good things to say about it so i think that that means the most to us and and knowing that we have you know, a lot of area that we can easily improve, I think that's a, a good a good starting point. Kyle, it's always a balance when you start something new. You just mentioned you want to differentiate yourself from, from other situations out there, other series, other races. But, yeah, we have the tried and true. You guys added the Durst Dice Roll, which really didn't come into play, but you added the Choose Cone, which did come into play. How do you balance – new things versus old things, tradition versus new things, new, new, new parts to sprint cars. Yeah. I mean, and I think we all knew that the, the dice thing wouldn't come into play, uh, on the 50,000 win races. Um, but you know, the winner came from ninth. So, you know, it, I think everybody, obviously it's a risk, but, um, you know, the winner came from ninth there. I think buddy came from like 13th, maybe at Lincoln park. So, um, 
yeah, the majority of these tracks that we're going to are, are racy places. So I think, yes, it's hard to turn down a, a pole position when you're racing for a lot of money, but, um, I can guarantee you if, if I win the trophy dash and the track conditions look all right, I'm, I'm rolling that dice. So, and, and hopefully I'll be able to prove to everybody that can be done. But, um, I think it's, it's just something fun, you know, and I think there's a way we can build up that excitement a little bit better than we did and, and all of that too. But, um, the choose cone I thought was, was good. I think it, I honestly think it turned out better on camera than it did in real life. You know, I think it was a bit confusing for all of us out there. Um, just, you know, that's, that's stuff that we just got to talk over with the race director and, um, kind of just have a little bit more of a heads up on, on when we are coming to the shoes cone. Cause I think, I think there was moments, um, under the cautions when, um, uh, you know, they, they kind of confused the drivers, uh, by calling it late and, and it caught, you know, I think like when Gio went from wherever he did to lining up second row inside, I think, I don't think that some of the drivers in front of him were, were ready for it. Um, and two, I think on the choose gun, we've talked about it, you know, since then, Brad and I, but we need to have it look different than a normal cone too. Uh, I think we're also used to going to the right side of a cone when we see it on the front stretch. Like, you know, if, if you're not fully paying attention to your race receiver, you just go to the right side of the, the choose cone. So I think you know, if we can have the choose cone maybe lit up or stand out, you know, differentiate itself from a normal cone and when you see it out there you know that it's time to choose inside or outside um that would make things a little simpler for us and but it, it's tough man it's like in the cup stuff you know, you have a spotter kind of counting things down you have a 16th in the beginning of that race and you're trying to look like a half a track ahead of you and counting cars and it's uh it's difficult but it does add a a, a new element um, you know, I, I like the choose thing. You can kind of control your own destiny a little bit better. Uh, I do think it's a little more fair, you know, if, if the track conditions are, are right. So, um, and yeah, I think the fans all, you know, had positive comments on it. So I think we'll continue with it and, and like I said, kind of fine tune it and see if we can get a little bit, uh, just a little bit less confusing for the competitors. Yeah, live and learn. It really is. When you add something new, it is kind of a challenge. Kyle, hang in there with us. Everyone else, stick around. More with Kyle Larson in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go right back to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Kyle Larson is our guest this week. Kyle, I want to branch off a little bit, keep it in racing, but keep it in the family. March 14th, Millbridge Speedway, your son Owen, his career first win. The good news is you were there to witness it. What was that like as a dad to watch your boy get that first win? It was, uh, <clears throat> it was extremely special. Um, he, he honestly has not been like that good. Um, you know, I think, you know, whenever we've gone to Millbridge in the past, 
you know, if there's 24 kids, he's usually like the 12th best. And, and yes, there's been some older kids move out of the beginner box socks and move up into box socks. But for whatever reason this year, he's been really good and fast, aggressive, making smart moves out on the track, you know, and he, and he's still racing against really tough competitors, you know, Tanner Tucker, Rexon Bush, um, what's uh, Adeline Owens or Addison Owens, uh, the 111, she's been really good. And I mean, I, I kind of just base Owens level of um, talent or whatever you want to call it off of Brexton because, you know, Brexton races a lot. You know, he races just as much as I do. So um, he's going to way more experience than Owen is. So, you know, I feel like when Owen can go out there and, and race around Brexton and, you'll beat him for a win like that or or even this past race you know start 14th and drive to second it uh, it makes me really proud of him because you know he he's not been uh the most confident with his racing he's always really hard on himself so to see him accomplish something that he's you know, worked pretty hard for and has has wanted to win really badly and it's taken him 3 years or so to win uh, was really neat so now he's getting uh, really confident and, and a little cocky. He thinks he's going to win every race when he goes out there. So um, that's not a bad thing, I guess, to have. So I'm trying to, like, you know, channel that a little bit, but also not – not. Uh, I like the aggression that he has right now, so I don't want him to, uh, to, to lose any of that. Mental preparation is half the battle. And, and speaking of that, Kyle, uh, obviously a NASCAR driver, you drive a late model, a sprint car, you've got a racetrack. Now you've got, you promote a series. You have a brand new baby boy, Cooper, your son, Owen, your daughter, Audrey, of course, your wife, Caitlin. How, I mean, obviously you have great people in place that help you do all these things, but how do you mentally handle it? How do you disconnect from everything to just you know, be a dad or be Kyle and try to just get away from everything from now, every now and again. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're a parent now, so you kind of get it, I'm sure, but it's, uh, it's hard. It's, it's stressful. It's, um, overwhelming at times. You know, I think just being a parent and, and trying to parent kids is overwhelming. But then when you have a, a crazy schedule like I, I put on myself, sometimes it can get stressful and, and not as much fun and, and tough. But, you know, we've been, I've been running really well here, it seems, to start the year, especially in the cup side and even the dirt late model. We've gotten a couple wins and, and some other podiums and, you know, just in one race, you know, in the sprint car, we, we had a good run. So I feel like um, when you're running good on track, it kind of helps everything off the track. So hopefully we can keep that up. But it's hard to juggle it all. You know, my kids are getting older Then we have a newborn. So like, you know, Owen's got a lot of baseball games coming up that I'm going to miss. He's, you know, I'm all, you know, for the next handful of weeks, I race on like every Tuesday. So I, I don't get to go to Millbridge to watch him race. So there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into having a schedule like mine, but um, I really just want to be the best race car driver I can be without, you know, with, with also still being, you know, the best dad I can be. So it's tough juggling it all, but, uh, I've got, like you mentioned, great people around me to, uh, help balance it all. My wife, she's amazing. Um, I don't know how she puts up with me <laughs> all the time. And, uh, between, you know, our nanny and, and Caitlin's parents help quite a bit. You know, my parents, when they're in town, they help. Um, it, it's, it's a lot that, uh, it, it's a lot of work to, to live the life that we live. 
Kyle, I had such a beautiful seat up at Martinsville uh, on uh, yesterday, Sunday afternoon, when your kids showed up into Victory Lane. Uh, of course, Owen is the veteran. He's been there. He knows where he's going. He knows the drill. Uh, Cooper, of course, is in mom's arms because she's four months old. Audrey was so cool because she was following Big Brother and not really certain where he was taking her. Uh, that's got to be neat, though, to have moments like that where you succeed and to be able to share with Caitlin and with the kids. Yeah, especially for the NASCAR wins because they that's only the second one they've been to, my kids have, uh, since I've started racing for for Hendrick Motorsports. They went to the championship race at Phoenix in 2021, and then you know, yesterday was the, the first time that they've been back for one of my wins. Um, you know, it was the first time Cooper got to be in victory lane. Obviously, he's not going to remember any of that, but uh, and even having Caitlin there, I think she's only been to – two or three of my wins since I've been with Hendrick. So, um, yeah, for whatever reason, I don't win when they're, they're there typically, but, um, it was great to have them there and, and celebrate a win that, you know, at a place that I never thought that I would get to celebrate a win with them at. So, um, yeah, it was pretty special. And then, you know, reality hits pretty quickly afterwards when you're driving home and Cooper's screaming for an hour and a half in the back seat. So it's uh welcome to real life, I guess. I love it. Uh, speaking of which, this past week, you were named to NASCAR's top 75. And I believe the tweet was uh, one of the most talented drivers behind the wheel ever. Uh, Kyle, obviously, as a little kid, you inspired to do this, you know, and you've reached the goals that you've reached. But to know that people put you in that caliber of group of people at the very top of your tier, what does that mean to you? And, and does it is it kind of surreal? Well, it means a lot, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it, it means a lot because it's, I don't really feel like I'm a top 75 driver yet. You know, like there's been a lot of drivers to accomplish a lot in this sport and, you know, race wins, championships, multiple championships, big wins, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm only 30 years old and, and not anywhere close to the end of my career, I hope. So yeah, for me to, to get, you know, accepted into the top 75 was, um, I guess just indescribable. Like, you know, they called and Mike Hilton called and Jim France called and, and told me the news. And I was like, man, I honestly, like I'm speechless. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm shocked. Like this is surprising, but, um, it, it just makes me feel really good that you know, what we did in 2021 really stands out. I think that's obviously the, the reason why, you know, I'm a part of that list and, um, you know, hopefully it, it it makes me want to push even harder to, to go, I guess, further up that list, um, someday. And, uh, yeah, that's going to take a lot, a lot more wins and, and some more championships along the way, but I know I'm with a great team to do it. So just got to, uh, keep plugging away and, and keep accomplishing cool things. Kyle, we are right up against the window as far as time goes, but this is wing nation. Uh, the high limit series sprint cars. Do you have other stuff scheduled right now? Or are you just kind of sticking to that as far as your sprint car stuff? Um, no, I'll, I'll still run, I'll run a handful of outlaw races. It's kind of tough this year to run much because there's not many midweek races. So, I mean, just basically like my typical schedule really, um, for a sprint car, but you know, I'm adding you know, those, those midweek high limit races. So, um, it's been a lot of late model stuff to start the year. The late model stuff starts to slow down here in the next few weeks. And then it's basically strictly sprint cars there for a few months so um excited to get back with paul it was a lot of fun racing the other night you know 
it, I forget, you know, how much fun I have racing with Paul and, um, get to have one of my best friends, Trevor Canales, he's back on the team. So I don't think he's been with us full time since like 2017 or 18 maybe, but, um, so it's fun having your know, Trevor on the team. He brings a lot of energy to it and, and just light, you know, fun. So, um, yeah, excited to get back in the sprint car more frequently. And, um, I just love sprint cars. They're just the most badass cars. So I had a blast the night and, and look forward to all the rest of them coming up. Sprint car fans across wing nation are rejoicing with that news. And with that, we're going to say goodbye, Kyle. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on all the success. And we'll talk to you again here on wing nation sometime soon. All right. Thank you guys. There we go. Kyle Larson on the Sage fruit hotline. Stay with us more in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. And man, oh man, Ashley, I'll tell you, I could talk to Kyle Larson all day long. Boy, I'll tell you what, we didn't get to talk as much sprint car racing because he's got so much else going on. It's a good problem for Mr. Larson to have, isn't it? The dude is just absolutely incredible, no matter what he climbs behind. And to, he just thinks he's just an average Joe that just races cars for a living. It's so awesome. Another thing I loved is that the All-Stars are back, Ashley. And when they came into their 2023 season, uh, 2023 season, easy for me to say, they came in guns a-blazing. Ay, ay, ay. Attica Raceway Park, the Spring Nationals, not one but two thrillers. And it started on Friday night, Ashley. Yes, Craig Mintz with that last point zero zero seventh one thousand of a second final corner pass awesome stuff absolutely just he's just crazy to see i I watched it four times i know what's going to happen i still watch it again like it's awesome and then saturday night steve brent marks i mean we've talked about this with him like it all starts with qualifying and he had to run a b main yeah yeah craig mintz did what he did on friday night and and brent marks pulled in the pits and said hold my beer watch this um fantastic fantastic start for the all-stars fantastic solid start for zeb wise and we talked to zeb uh we, we 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 talked about zeb he picked up a win at williams grove a couple of weeks ago two second place finishes really really good speaking of williams grove some kid won up there ashley some guy uh, who, who won up there some kid that's got 112 careers at William, 12 career wins at Williams Grove, uh, none other than that 69K Lance DeWeese. Um, just awesome what Lance has done. We don't have to talk about that. But then Baps, a young kid, he's making a run and a name for himself. Devin Borden uh, won at Port Royal a few weeks back. Now Sunday, Baps winner. No doubt. Good stuff. Out West, Dennis Roth Classic. Friday night was Corey Day getting the win. Saturday night. First ever NARC win, and it was worth $18,838 for Justin Cox. Justin Cox is a great racer. I was shocked. I did not even realize it was his first career NARC win. I guess when I thought about it, I did. But Ashley, if you're going to win one, 18 grand is not a bad one to win. 
That's right. He picked the right one to show up and make that uh, actually pay, quote, unquote, off. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, they roll into Knoxville. Knoxville got rained out this past weekend. I know they wanted a tune-up race. Uh, they're going to have to go cold turkey with the Outlaws rolling in. I love that we have an April World of Outlaw race at Knoxville. It's true. I know a lot of guys like it just as a test-in-tune type deal, but it's it's great either way. Uh, Sealands Grove throws into the throws into the mix this weekend with a Sunday afternoon show and talked a little bit to Kyle Larson about high limits. Their next show is next Tuesday night at 34 Raceway. $23,000 to win. Fun show, Ashley. Always love when we get a chance to catch up with Kyle Larson. No doubt. Such a great guy. It's just awesome to see. Oh, and hey, Sunday with the with the spring cars for the Ray Chili Classic? Modifieds. Yeah. Check it out. Woo! We'll be there. Awesome. That's going to be awesome. That's for sure. Hey, we appreciate Kyle Larson, and we appreciate you joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.